Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller we've got such a fun show here today we have so much to talk about we must give you the latest on brad and angelina Nicki minaj and meek mill selena and more But you may have guessed it. I am not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with our fashion director, Katrina Mitsiliotis. I want to do something good for humanity. How about sterilization? I don't want to do this anymore. I like buttons. They don't feel nothing like steel. What the hell is that? A dress. Says who? Calvin Klein. You're a virgin who can't drive. Bonnie, I don't think Bonnie, I don't think you've ever been so excited to <laughs> buy my presence. I feel so flattered. I'm always excited by your presence, Katrina. Well, and of yes. course, uh, by the other person here <laughs> in the room who was away in LA last week. Yeah, and well, so you were you. Yes, of our course. producer, Gino Orlandini. Y'all might be thinking right now, I wonder, did he smoke something before he came out here? The answer is yes. I rolled up a little something. I knocked the edge off. What's up? Yeah, back from L.A. to do this damn thing. What do you mean this damn thing? It's just an expression. Yeah, I think yeah. he's excited. Do, do the damn thing. It's like getting after it. Let's do it. Um, it's Did just... you have smoke a little something before you came <laughs> here? I hope well, not. I, I, well, I was just in L.A., Bonnie. But um, <laughs> so right up the top, I want to say we have a little bit of for, a format change. Uh, we want to release more content to you guys. So we're going to start separating our interviews from our news discussion. So the podcast can be a little bit shorter, a little bit more succinct and to the point. So we're going to cover news now, and then when we have a great interview for you, we'll release that every single week, a cool celebrity interview. So it's kind of the same podcast, just in two parts now. That's right. So this is part one. And yeah. <laughs> I guess. Well, no, no, no. No, right? no, no. It's, well, there isn't really necessarily a part one and part two. They won't necessarily be connected. Yeah. The but different different formats, okay. I guess. We like to experiment. Yeah. And I want to know like feedback. I would love to hear after this what people think of the switch up. And the thing is, there's so much news every week, so it's always hard for us to, you know, have enough time for it. Yeah. But, you know, so before we get to that, guys, we just want to ask if you could please, you know, download our podcast on iTunes. Well, I guess you just did. But give us a review. Give yeah. us a rating. We'd love to get a rating. Yeah, well, speaking of that, we have a new review. Let's hear it. And um, I think she, uh, this person makes a good point. This is Lucky Santoli, uh, San 
Jello? Lucky Sant Jello says, I love it. Five stars. I listen with, <laughs> this is great, Bonnie. You'll appreciate this. I listen at work with headphones and <laughs> coworkers probably think I'm listening to music. <laughs> I especially love how Bonnie always mispronounces names and, and Gino corrects her. Uh, then uh, she, she did like you. the laughing until she cries face. So <laughs> thank you so much. And we have one more by, and whoa, a lot. I'm so glad they liked that because Bonnie, that's one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, it's just like, no matter what person name is supposed yeah. to be I always pronounce it the wrong way like I find other ways <laughs> it's, it's a creative mental, yeah it's like a, a, a thing I was born with well um <laughs> our next listener Armin Armin Days also gives us five stars Yay. but has a little criticism Woo. in their headline new intros please I listen every week on my way to work slash school I enjoy the show that's why I come back but it would be awesome if you guys could get some new intros keep them fun maybe a little shorter but may, maybe find a way to highlight your growth as a podcast but i'll listen otherwise keep up the good work everyone so thank you uh so much yeah. uh armin days i actually did play a new intro today at least for myself and uh of course you had for yourself since i, I have i have a few for me so um but next week we'll get something yeah. new and cracking for katrina as well Wait, what about me? What about me? Well, Bonnie, well, yeah, Bob, you have the mean one. Bonnie's <laughs> intro is sort of like the intro to the show. So, oh, so you can't touch that? Um, no, I mean, we can make a new one of those too, but yeah. that might be a little bit of a longer process. Uh, something we'll look into. So thank you guys so much for those we reviews. Yeah, I really, really like that feedback. Mad appreciated. But um, you know what? That takes us to somewhere I really want to go, which is our new segment. What are you guys crushing on? Um... So uh, it looks like I think Bonnie's chomping at the bit to get out her crush, right? Bonnie, what, oh, are you, yeah. what are you crushing on this week? Oh, I am so crushing on the new Melania Trump, played by, that's her name. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Laura Benanti. Laura <laughs> Benanti. I almost forget her yes. name because she looks so much like Melania and sounds like it. And she has been appearing from time to time and did this week on Stephen Colbert. And of course, she was on Stephen Colbert to defend her husband, Donald Trump. <laughs> and oh. she did it brilliantly. Yeah, you guys, you guys want to hear a little bit yeah, of that. Yeah, no, let's play this. With the pressure of the campaign. Stephen, why are we talking about me? We need to focus on important issues facing our nation, like how the election is rigged. Really? Who's rigging it? Mm, the left-wing media, international <laughs> bankers, and Billy Bush. <laughs> of course, Billy Bush. Billy Bush? It. Mm. Yeah, you, you don't blame your husband for what he said? Yes, I do. I said to my husband that those words are very inappropriate. Plus, <laughs> he said them on a bus. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Melania Trump there. <laughs> They're the fake Melania. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, she's she's even more entertaining than the real Melania. But yes. <laughs> Well, Bonnie, that I, is... The, the saddest thing about this election uh, ending is that we're not going to probably see Melania like ever again. <laughs> I have... <laughs> Laura Benanti's Melania. I, I have faith that the real Melania will stick around at least. Um, but Bonnie, that is a great crush. And people can follow you at Bonnie Fuller on Twitter yes. or Bonnie underscore Fuller on the Instagram. Ain't that right? That's right. On the Instagram. Yeah. You sound like on Melania. The, on the Instagram. <laughs> um, I am crushing on this week. It kind of goes hand in hand with Melania, but not really. And I'm at Katrina CM. It's Katrina. 
So I'm crushing on Khloe Kardashian. I love, so she just came out with her new denim line, Good American. It's all about, you know, she had trouble finding jeans that fit her and she's so sick of body shaming. And that brings me to the other reason I'm crushing on her is because she responded to those comments Donald Trump allegedly made about her on The Apprentice. And apparently he called her a fat piglet. Yes. <laughs> and she said she didn't think. <laughs> Which sounds very Trump-like. Yeah. The man has a way he's, with language. He's consistent, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he seriously. She said she didn't think he said those things about her. And Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, she obviously isn't surprised. She sees how he's spoken to and how he speaks to and about other women and how you know, we shouldn't have a president who does that, and she doesn't. He just grabs him by the pussy, Katrina. He just grabs him by the pussy. That's what he does. Disgusting. She, you know, she obviously doesn't condone anyone being judged by um, their appearance, and I think this is something, you know, females see. We're seeing it with the campaign with Hillary, the way Donald Trump just dismisses women. Um, it's just it's the, so he, infuriating as a woman the, that he, you think you can diminish someone by insulting their appearance right. when well, they have so the much fat, more to offer. He is the fat shamer in chief. Yeah. And uh, the alleged groper in chief. It's just crazy to me. So I'm so happy that Chloe spoke out about it and has a six. I'm sure her line will do really well. So you guys are undecided. Right. I know. How could anybody anybody be undecided at any this point? Any female. Oh, oh, no. Yes, especially any female. Oh. Um, well, Katrina, so for your crushes, you can follow Katrina at CM everywhere on all At so- Katrina CMs, you know? At Katrina CM. <laughs> That's not what I said, my bad. Sorry. At Katrina CM everywhere, Instagram, yes. Snapchat, and Twitter. Yes. Katrina does it all, and she does it like daily. Thank you, Gina. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, so keep up to date with her. All right. Uh, so for my crush, I am I was actually away in LA last week, as I said. I was with Bonnie covering the Variety Power Women event. You guys forgot to bring me. It's fine. We were, we were celebrating powerful women of all kinds amazing powerful women amazing, at that event amazing powerful women miley was so great yes and she so was honored. i have a little i was crushing on miley a little bit she was the sort of the keynote speaker kind of um they were honoring her for her happy hippie foundation and her many good charitable works i didn't realize the happy hippie foundation works with lgbtq community yeah. but also does like homeless outreach yeah. and also has environmental goals that they so it's actually a very expansive organization her speech was really impressive she looked amazing and even though she was there for a good cause it didn't stop her from twerking and wearing <laughs> a, a dress that was cut down to her navel she was there with liam looking amazing um but my favorite thing that happened is you guys all know our reporter russ weekland in yes. la he's our he's our crack reporter um he's the guy who actually broke the story about Chris Brown and Rihanna, the whole fight in yes. the car. Like, he's kind of a legend. Anyway, he was the, my reporter there with me uh, as I was shooting. And I was really excited to get all these pictures of Liam and Miley because they were being really cute. They were like hu- hugging. Yeah, they were really PDA and it was yeah, adorable. They were cuddling and they were holding hands. And so I was trying to get like that perfect shot. And I felt like I got so many good pictures of them. And then when I'm looking back at my photos from the evening, who in the background is in every single photo? <laughs> Russ. Russ Weekland. He's, he is the zealot yeah. of the celebrity world. I was like, he gets damn into it, every Russ. picture. He's like Forrest Gump, this guy. <laughs> he, he is. amazing. He's in all of my photos. So if you want So he photobombed every single photo photobombed. of Miley and Liam. <laughs> all of my, I was so focused on Miley and getting the perfect shot. I didn't even notice that Russ was like all up in my video. So Lit- are you liter- crushing on him now? Literally. So you're crushing on Russ. <laughs> so I'm kind of crushing on Russ and Miley. I had an amazing time. If you want to see those photos, check out um, our gallery and of the event. you got some video, too. Our video. 
check out our video of Miley and Liam exclusive. It's on our YouTube channel and it's on the site. You can check out the photos and the video. It was all pretty amazing. Okay, can I just ask you before we move off the crushing section because this is the second crush I have, and you and you were videotaping her. We actually talked to Helen Mirren, the yes, legendary we, actress, oh and she was so cool and funny, wasn't she? Yeah. we um, asked she her. She was also being honored. We asked her who was more likely to twerk, this, uh, her or Miley, and uh, she didn't so much answer, but she did show us some of her like signature dance moves that she likes <laughs> to, that she likes to pull out. She's on, amazing. At the old after party. So yeah, she was she's really funny. She's amazing. I saw her at a dinner a few weeks ago. She always looks amazing and she's always, you know, she doesn't hold really she is quite intimidating, but she doesn't have any no, air to her. She was fun. She no. had like no Yeah, she is, not, but no attitude at all. She's so happy to talk to us. When you see her across the room, it's like that's Helen Mirren. You well, know? And, hey, she played Queen Elizabeth exactly. the first. Dame Helen Mirren. Oh, yeah. right. so. She is a dame. So how amazing. Alright, well let's go check out the celebrity news. We'll be right back, yeah. And we are back. And our number one topic to begin with today is Brangelina. Okay, so there's news, breaking news on Brangelina. So apparently two FBI agents have just been to Angelina's new hidden house, the second of the hideaway homes that she's had since leaving Brad. And the FBI agents apparently were there for three hours interviewing she and the kids about the alleged incident on board their plane when there was a fight between herself and Brad and Maddox. And there was an allegation that Brad got physical in some way with Maddox, their 15-year-old son. And of course, his camp is totally denied that that happened. Not denied that they had an argument, but denied that he physically touched him. And... Um, Somebody called in a complaint to, I guess, the Department of Community Services in California about this incident, and it went to the FBI as well because there was a question about the planes, like exactly where the incident happened, like what the airspace was, which jurisdiction it would be in, because it actually wouldn't be in the California jurisdiction. It, the plane landed in Minnesota, yeah. so it ha- it landed. The fight occurred somewhere, we believe, between the Atlanta, Atlantic and Minnesota. This is, so, like, this is like when you're driving somewhere on vacation and you get a speeding ticket and then you have to go back just yeah, a little bit. <laughs> right, right, to that uh, like tiny town that you were going <laughs> yeah, through like, that you didn't it. even notice you were in a town. But so this is the weird thing because the, the, the plane was in the air. It's like they have to first determine which jurisdiction the complaint belongs in before they can even decide if there's an investigation to open. So apparently, like, there was three hours of grilling of Angelina and the kids to as exactly what went down and when and when it went down and where the plane was at that time. What's really interesting about this report is their sources go on to say that while Angelina is, of course, cooperating, she really just wants this entire thing to go away as quickly as possible mother want this to go away which is funny because you know obviously this was the whole crux of the divorce and you know her fearing you know 
Brad around the children and her having to do with that's what's best for the family. But Bonnie and I, like we were just talking about this. Sometimes it seems, you know, you have to be careful what you wish for, because I don't think Angelina necessarily expected this to turn into something that's even so probing, probing against her. So, right. Because, you know, whoever called in this incident may have thought that that only Brad would be investigated. But what we learned from talking to lawyers in Hollywood Life, we've talked to a number of lawyers about this, is that when there is an investigation about potential child abuse, that every party in the family is going to be investigated, not just the party that the allegation is made against. And therefore, that means both the parents and all the kids are going to be interviewed. I mean, it's a it's it's going to be a very far-reaching investigation. They and don't take these... You cannot, yeah, listen, you cannot exactly. take allegations of abuse lightly. That's what I was going to say. You know, we're so used to celebrities more than ever really control so much of the image they put out on social media and the images their publicists release and, you know, the statements they want to give. They have so much control. Um, and I think they're used to really spinning things. They're kind of masters at it and they have to be. I get it. But I think in something like this, it's easy sometimes maybe to just forget that, you know, when you get law enforcement involved and it's such a severe allegation, it's not that simple anymore. No, you can't just make it go away. Yeah. Now, the thing is, let's just say if this if there was physical abuse, then, of course, you know, we think this must be investigated and Angie's got to do everything to protect her kids if if Brad you know, was in fact abusive or had a history. Like, I think, you know, in families, arguments happen and he's Mm -hmm. a teenage boy and, you know, fathers and teenage boys, I I mean, I don't want to say there should ever be anything physical, but you could see a dad going, hey, sit down in your seat or, you know, get your hands off your mom or I don't know. But we don't, you don't ever want to, I mean, physical abuse, emotional abuse, all of these things are incredibly serious. Of course. But if it wasn't really that, Mm -hmm. and it was just like a normal family argument that got heated. Which I'm sure happened when you have so many children and you're traveling and teenagers. I know. (laughs) It it could totally happen and everyone's tired and, you know, cranky. I'm sure you have experience with that body. (laughs) Yeah, I've got four kids. I mean, you don't want, on the other hand, to have police and FBI and all kinds of investigations into normal family life either. Especially when this divorce is going on, ongoing, you know, it probably only aggravates and makes the oh, situation yeah. harder. Let's also bring up this report that Maddox is not speaking to Brad. Can we talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, Brad, Bonnie, do you want to break it down? Sure. So, there's a new report out today in Us Weekly saying that Maddox is really angry with Brad and that Brad just had his first supervised visit with his children but that Maddox did not go. So per the agreement between Angelina and Brad, they agreed that Brad could have a visit with the kids or start visits, but they had to be monitored by an appointed therapist supervisor to observe the behavior. And uh, apparently, Brad also wanted to have all six children interviewed by a therapist before he met with them because he really wants to... Um, have joint physical custody of his kids and he really wants to have a normal relationship and see them all the time and he doesn't want these allegations hanging over his head. He wants to be able to have the normal relationship that he's always had and so he didn't want to meet with them until he was basically cleared to meet with them. Yeah, he's playing it by the book because this is so important to him. Exactly. So um, he did have a visit but Maddox refused apparently 
to go because he's angry with Brad and right now he's he's feeling like he doesn't ever want to see Brad again. He doesn't want to talk to Brad. Maddox is 15 and listen, teenagers have their have their yeah. moments. <laughs> I remember being a 15-year-old boy like pretty distinctly and the, just the kind of craziness that was going through my head at mm-hmm. all times. So, I can you know, I I can kind of see where Maddox is coming from. And just being like mad at your parents, like resolutely furious yes. at your parents and think like, I hate them. I will never speak to them again is like the kind of proclamations you can really easily make in your mind at 15 years old as you're being like super unreasonable. I mean, the more we find out about the developing human brain, the, the more we know how <laughs> vulnerable teenagers are. And, and how immature they are. Yeah, and yeah. how like, you know, incapable of like long term planning and, and risk, you know, risk management <laughs> thought, you know, and, and for me that lasted well into my 20s. How about your 30s? Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, I'm still dealing with these issues, so, you know. I know, Cheeto wakes up in the morning and goes, I'm never going to talk to you again, buddy. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to work. Okay, I'll go to work. Bonnie, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> You're not my mother. So much angst. No, but I'm sure he is, you know, very... You're not the boss of me. Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's actually exactly actually, what she is. Oh, yeah. It's in my contract. <laughs> but it's, it's so true. Um, having four children and having one who's currently 15 and a boy, they have their moods. And, you know, they do... They're very sensitive. And I would suspect that Maddox is a very yeah. sensitive boy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And he was, from what we know, he was certainly very close to Angelina. And yeah, still, he still but is. But he very also close. was very close to Brad. And you could see him being really angry. And maybe he's blaming his father for the breakup of their family. I was going like to say, just I'm don't sure. Know yeah. What's going on, really, in his head? I'm sure with the divorce, it brings up, you know, a lot of emotion and blame and even maybe feelings of awkwardness. Or maybe he feels like if he saw Brad, Angelina would be upset. You know, you never That's know right. what's going on. There's so much that can be happening here. And it really creates a triangle for the family so I understand and it's sad I do feel bad for Brad because you know everything we're hearing is just how this has ripped his world apart you know he has all the success and money in the world but he doesn't have his children right now so and when you don't have your children you don't have anything exactly but you know to to be fair to Maddox um, how he feels now may not be how he feels even in a month or certainly in a year. Yeah. And at 15, you don't want to make a decision that you never want to see your father again. Yeah. And that you're he's not really your father. Like any of that kind of thing. Uh, you could really regret that. Yeah. And so I just hope that even if Angelina is really angry with Brad, and obviously she must be, or she wouldn't want to be divorced and wouldn't want to have sole custody of the kids, um, that she doesn't, that she can end up seeing beyond this and see the benefit that the children yeah. all will have in having a close relationship with their dad. I, as I well agree. As their mom. Yeah, they've always been so, you know, co-parenting seems so important to them, even working out their schedules when they were married. 
Um, and I also think, you know, as being, of course, like therapy is the best thing for these children right now. I also feel bad because I feel like they're so kind of on lockdown. And I understand, you know, with the press and not wanting to get these pictures out. But at the same time, I'm sure that only uh, adds to the situation and makes it more bottled up. Yeah, you know, it's really weird for them to be locked away. Like, I think it might be good for them to get out and run around a little bit and, you know, maybe do some act physical activities, play some games, just stuff to keep yeah, their minds off it right. for their well, well-being. They were, they were supposed to go to this concert, the Sublime yeah. concert. Um, I think the Offspring were also playing in Irvine, California, one of the amphitheaters there. Brad was supposed there. to take them to a, the, con yeah, a the, concert we found out right, they're supposed Hollywood to, Live. Yeah, this is exclusive. And then at the last moment, what we here is there was some sort of security concern and then that forced Brad to cancel. Now, that sounds a little bit like likely story, but we don't really know the, yeah. the circumstances. Regardless, they missed out on that time with their dad. Well, you know, I'm sure that they've got actually like a big backyard wherever they are so they can run around. Yeah. But think about it. Kids still are cooped up. Like they're not going to school. They don't have like they're not able to participate in baseball leagues and soccer leagues yeah. and all of these other things that are normal for kids of all their ages. And they've they, always been pretty isolated to begin with. And I'm sure it doesn't right. help the situation. Like you need to socialize. It's good for people. I especially, wonder if Maddox teenagers. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Maddox as well is feeling maybe a little bit more acutely that teenage alien is alienation that all teenagers feel maybe than the other kids. Like he, he is adopted. And I think, for my friends who are adopted, there is always that angst of being like wanting to know your birth parents and knowing your origins and where you're from. And I can imagine that when your stable home life suddenly turns to chaos and you're right at that moment of like this right. teenage awakening at the same time that it could really set you off, you know, questioning things, questioning your family, questioning your identity, yeah. questioning where your loyalties are. And, you know, I can imagine just like the emotional Right. And he would struggle. be, he would Get, definitely be freaked out by having FBI agents come and interview yeah. him. And I, I agree. It's I think it's always, these situations are always hardest on the oldest child. And so I'm not surprised we're seeing this. And I don't know. I agree. I feel like it's just a lot for him. Right okay, now. well, let's let's maybe move it along. This is a you know obviously a sad story, and it's it, these things are breaking by the minute. This report about the FBI yeah. ju just came out moments ago, so at least we're current this week. Yeah, very <laughs> current. And let's just hope that they that Brad and Angelina are able to settle some of their differences, at least about the kids. And you know, even if Angelina wants sole physical custody, I don't think that a judge would still allow her to take the kids to London, which is apparently what she was hoping to yeah. do, is to move to London to take this new UN humanitarian job, which I'm sure would be wonderful. But, you know, judges are, are not very into breaking up families and not allowing children to see their both parents. And you've got a father that wants to be involved with his children, that yeah. wants to see them. It's not like he's an absentee or a runaway dad. He's not. So it they're very reluctant to allow one parent even to move across state yeah. lines or city lines to take children away, let alone move across the Atlantic. So I'm not sure that, that her plan is going to work out. Yeah, the children are Brad's too. So, Yeah, well, uh, moving from Brangelina to Selena. Uh, yes. You know what? Selena Gomez is one of my favorite people, and she's been missing in action for a couple months now, and we're finding out more and more about mm -hmm. what exactly is going on with her condition and her the treatment center that she's in. And some people have been calling it rehab, but that's not quite accurate, is it, Bonnie? 
Well, you know, she has lupus, and so the reason that she quit touring is that she was having a flare-up of her lupus, and that happens when you have an autoimmune disease like lupus, and lupus and the drugs that you take to control it can cause anxiety and depression, and so she's in a place where they're a treatment center where they're helping her cope with all the symptoms and also cope with depression. I mean, depression, whether it's caused by lupus or anything else, is a terrible thing to have. And, um, and so she's in Tennessee in um, a facility that's supposed to be, you know, a top facility, very expensive. And uh, one of the things that she has to do there is lose her phone. She's <laughs> not supposed to talk to people, be on social media mm. while she's there. Because I think, you know, the idea is that, like, she has been so impacted yeah. by comments on social media and interactions on social media, including with her ex-boyfriend, Justin Bieber. Yeah. And I just, I think it's so, I think Selena is so strong for doing this, you know, canceling a tour. You're obviously losing out on money, but it's so important for her to put her well-being first. And I think, you know, whether you're suffering depression because it's a side effect of something or it's just something, you know, a condition you're going through is so serious. And I think it's great that, you know, maybe this is something she can bring awareness to, too, because we see too many people really slip with depression. So I think it's great that she's doing this well, for herself. Well, one thing I want to mention is that it's also a standard protocol of rehab yes. facilities to take away your cell phone. And it has yeah. nothing to do with social media. It has to do with breaking the link of contact between you and the people who are enabling you. So you can mm -hmm. get some time to, in your own head, thinking your own thoughts without the people who want to keep you sick, right. keeping you sick. And I, I don't know who that is. And but I think especially in her case, that I think the social media aspect was something that she almost maybe was addicted to. For so. sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. Now, th there's a report from In Touch This uh, t that just came out today that says, um, yeah, maybe she's maybe this is not exactly a rehab center, but that the reason she went was because of partying and because of her lifestyle got out of control on the road, she was drinking too much and that she is definitely in treatment. And that's why this treatment has that sort of shape of like the 90 day uh, center. And she is there for treatment of depression, but it's like depression from this cycle of partying. Whatever it is, I'm happy she's getting treatment at the end of the day. And I think it's important, obviously, her well-being. You know, right, you can't just run on empty. Better to do it when you're exactly. young, like not to let it go on. Yeah. This, we should take this report with a grain of salt, though, because they also said that mm. Selena hates it in, in the rehab clinic. that she. But we, photos came out just yesterday of her like smiling. outside. She looks so, yeah, happy. Looking great. And we saw her about a week and a half before that out at this ranch. Um like a, a restaurant that's yeah. like a ranch themed restaurant where she spotted with fans and she took photos with everyone. So from the evidence that we've seen, she doesn't look terrible, although she was smoking. Yeah. You know what, Selena, you can't smoke. You've got to quit smoking. It's bad, not yeah. just for you, for everybody. It's bad for your lungs. We for know your voice. For your voice. That's right. But also like you need endurance as a singer or performer and yeah. this hurts you cardio-wise as well as putting you at risk for lung cancer, emphysema, really serious diseases. Well, and we also spoke to an expert at Hollywood Life who told us that smoking, of course, because yes. it affects your immune system. Right, can also is, oh, so, it, yeah. Yeah, affect your flare-ups. Is can, the worst thing you can do yeah. for, for your lupus, right? It's very self-destructive yeah. to do that. But it also is a standard. I know I keep bringing up the word rehab, even though we're not, it's not confirmed that it is rehab. It, that treatment. is a standard for the treatment facility 
celebrities, they do let you smoke. You can drink coffee yeah. and you can smoke cigarettes. And that becomes, if you've ever seen like celebrity rehab <laughs> or any of these shows about rehab clinics, the sort of outdoor smoking time yeah. is, is kind of the time when everyone who's in inpatient can kind of gather around and blow off steam. So... Um, I also want to point out we have sources telling us that Selena, while she isn't like officially working on music in a studio and is taking care of herself, she is when she gets kind of into these dark, depressed places, it really does produce some work. So she really uh, unleashes creatively right. and keeping journals music. and her stuff has a new sound. She's listening to a lot of Amy Winehouse. So when if Selena does come out <laughs> and is better, rehab. yeah, <laughs> she'll probably come out with music that you know, we'll be a new, like more deeper. mature Selena. Yeah. So we have that to cool. look forward to. Selena who's lived a little, you know, yeah. gone to rehab. She's like Johnny Cash now. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope not. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's hope that not like Johnny Cash, not like Amy Winehouse. Yeah. And I think the fact that she's got intervention happening yeah. early is, is like great. You know, she's got very involved parents. They don't want to see their daughter go off the rails in, yeah. in, you know, the wrong way. So well, I guess going off the rails is always the wrong way. So she's doing positive things. And we know, too, that it was no secret that she was feeling kind of some inner turmoil and depression because she took to social media and posted about being unhappy and letting people down and not being happy with... She didn't think she was being an authentic version of right. herself. So a couple of months before, we saw a lot going on. You know, then she publicly replied to Justin Bieber's picture of Sophia Ritchie. A lot of behavior that was like... Not what we're expecting to see from Selena that made it seem like she was a little unraveling a little bit. So we were concerned for her. Well, now let's move along yes. to another sort of triangle, quadrangle. So Rihanna has been out and about in New York and Barbados looking absolutely oh, fantastic. So Talk about like looking gorgeous is the best revenge. Like she is so out there making Drake drool and go, what? What did I break <laughs> up with her for? I mean, he's crazy. I know. Just when he locked her down after all like these number of years of chasing her, he lasts all of about six weeks before he starts looking at what was her name? India. India, India, India Love. India yeah, Love, an Instagram model. Oh, I, police. I do kind of believe that they uh, pump the brakes maybe together and they'll revisit this. It doesn't seem like the typical. Like total, I don't. She doesn't seem as burned by him. If that I, makes I just sense. don't know how any relationship out there can work anymore with this Instagram around. I mean, it's just too tempting. <laughs> Ask Justin Bieber. How do you make it work when you have an Instagram? So many, there's so many Instagram in, models, right. so little that's, time. That's right. that's what, that maybe that's why Justin actually deleted his Gino's, Instagram. Do you know struggle? Right. I'm just, sure. Yeah, he just you know couldn't take the onslaught of the Instagram uh, models. So many DMs. So many DMs. Like, oh, how do you respond God. to everyone? <laughs> Yeah, G Gino, you would know, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, right? Remember, Gino? remember, maybe, but remember Jade Pierce? Like he literally just ordered her up on Instagram. Yeah, He's what like, about the other oh one, Cindy God. Wolfie? Yeah, or Cindy Wolfie? I don't even remember that <laughs> one. There's just a lot. There's a lot. I mean, and she. Oh, Drake. I mean. Listen, at a certain point, like you just don't you get bored of like another Instagram model? What's really rich though that came out kind of on Friday. No way. Bonnie, he just wants one dance. Just one. Yeah. Just the tip. What I thought was really rich that came out on Friday though was a report that apparently Drake, you know, got mad and kind of cooled things with India because he felt like she was using him a little bit. Whoa. Really? Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. 
a prize, Drake. An well, Instagram model hoping to get like a little bit of a come up off a huge yeah. rubber. Wow, a thirsty Instagram chick wanted to use Drake? What? I know. Well, but here's another thing that we heard. Her motives of, weren't pure. We heard at Hollywood Life that it may not only have been an Instagram model that got between Drake and Rihanna, but him still lusting after Nicki Minaj. Da, 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 he's da, da. always uh, had a thing for Nicki. And you know he feuds with Meek Mill. He feuds with Meek <laughs> Mill because he loves Nicki. Wait, I gotta just bring up one point bef- and then we can talk all about that. But the best thing about Drake is like as much as he loves the Instagram girls, he's also still kind of emo. And Drake's not really that bad of a guy. So you know... Why? How do you I, know? Drake's music is so emo for like a rapper. He yeah. always kind of gets that rap. So it's so funny well, because he's a Jewish guy from Toronto. Exactly. He's the sad like, rapper for sure. Yeah. I love he's that. He's Canadian. You know, like, Come on. If anyone's feelings are going to be hurt by an Instagram model, like Drake really <laughs> takes that to heart. Right. <laughs> so I just had to bring that up. Picture Drake like crying. Yeah, I can picture it. You know, he went to Forest Hill Collegiate. Like we know where he came from. <laughs> exactly. It's not I like love some that about like, him. Tough place. He got yeah. shot in the back on Degrassi. Like that's right. Just, it's been a hard life. He's been through yeah. things, guys. He's been through things. No, but yes, back he's to the got, Nikki. He's got emotion. Yeah, so no. he's got you know a heart. He's I got love it. I think it's the, like one of Drake's most redeeming qualities. So well, we're also hearing. I mean, as long as we're mentioning this report, that um, Nicki Minaj is not really here for it but with any kind of like relationship with drake and she's not about to get like spun up in his like web of like player games no way yeah. she's she's happy with meek so yeah you know. and you know but what's funny he, he apparently still dreams that he could have nikki too like talk about a guy who wants his cake and eat it too i don't know i think like <laughs> nikki and drake would be such a bizarre world to me like i don't know why? I just don't see it. I, I don't they, know. I think they'd end up being too competitive. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think it's a good mix, I think. What about that scene in the Anaconda video where she's like dancing right on his lap at the end of it? I mean Well, he probably thinks about that a lot, and that's oh, why I'm he sure. can't stop. That's why he can't stop focusing on her even when he's got Rihanna. Ugh. I wonder whose idea that video was. Well, in the meantime, <laughs> though, we found out at Hollywood Life that Chris Brown still has the hots for Rihanna and oh is gosh, still Chris. holding out, still Chris. holding out Stop. for thinking that they will get back together. I don't and know. And that he never believed that Drake was going to be able to hold on Look. to to Rihanna and he thinks that they had like some you know kind of playground kind of relationship but that he's the real deal for Rihanna I'll I'll never say never with some of these Hollywood couples but I do think the ship has sailed it's not even near the port I don't know I I think Chris Brown has like bigger issues on his hands that he, he has does. to work on right now but I got and I think Rihanna but I, Rihanna really seems to be in a place where she's not gonna get mixed up in something so messy anymore I don't think she's the same girl who went back to him and wound up getting you know tossed aside for another Karuchi round. No. I think if it ever happened, Chris would have to be in a really good place. But I did call this with, with Chris Brown and Rihanna. Like I thought they were like the bigger, more definitive Enduring couple. D- yes, definitive couple. They were more off and on. Their <sighs> thing lasted longer. It well, was, their thing no, definitely it lasted was more longer. passionate. It was, it was more young. It was more though. hot and heavy. I know. But the We Found Love video just like cemented the dynamic of that relationship for me in my mind. But where Chris Brown, like everything that's happened now and Rihanna is just kind of gotten to herself to like a less dramatic place. I don't know. I feel like Rihanna and Drake have more a more mature love. 
and it's yeah, more no, end for game. sure. I think I think Rihanna's and, just know, gone to a next level in her career, whereas yeah. sort of Drake. I mean, Chris Brown is kind of like in his house on Instagram with helicopters circling, <laughs> <laughs> being like, "What's going on?" Having too many parties. Yeah, Chris has got to grow up because he's very talented, but he he's got to stop hanging around with a bad crowd uh-huh. and getting himself into trouble that he doesn't need to be in. Like he's a father now, and he loves yeah. his daughter royalty, and like his career would is going fine but it would go to the next level if he was allowed to travel places there's a lot of places he can't go because of his record because of assaulting Rihanna and being on probation though he's off probation now but he's got to now get this Bailey incident, current yeah. in, over that, that current I think, incident I think that whole thing was a scam though on on him I mean I just it seems like a setup she he's has an easy target though and he's got to yeah. know that by now come right. on like yeah. it's unfortunate but People are going to, you know, set them like he's going to get set up if he's not careful with who he's well, in Hollywood life. We keep checking on that. Like we check in with the prosecutor's office in L.A. and we keep hearing that they haven't finished the, inve- the investigation or that they don't have anything like I don't know that they're yeah. that they're getting the evidence that they need we, to not, actually press charges yeah, they or ta- to, to keep the charges. We talked to the D.A. and um, to the police department and neither of them have anything on it. It just seems like it's going to go away. It's going to be one of those claims. Like Chris Brown did this crazy thing to me. And meanwhile, this Bailey Kern girl who claims that Chris put a gun to her head has this like very sketchy history. Very. Yeah. And these yeah, sketchy so we, friends who we uncovered a lot about it, who are thieves. And so the thing that's so unfortunate about this is one, obviously it's so detrimental for Chris, but even Chris's reaction. And of, I don't blame him for being so angry if you're being set up in this situation. But I think how he was, you know, going and releasing these videos and that whole report that there was a standoff and he was refusing to go out to the police. Yeah. I don't think like that's what I think of now when I think of the situation I don't even remember the girl's name and it's unfortunate right. for Chris I just wish he would be more exactly I, I wish he was a little more like strategic in how he dealt with the media yeah. and how he like manipulated his own image and when something like this happens 100%. like the good thing he did did is like he shouts out like his, the album his, his album and his clothing line or whatever right <laughs> yeah and then the bad but the bad yeah, thing is like dropping the n-word a bunch of times and saying fuck the police and and you know so it's like this mixed bag where yeah. he could turn these things into a win. I if always he could keep say, his cool. I always say, and I think it's great advice, Chris Brown, if you're listening, like your feelings are valid. It's how you act on them that make them right or wrong. And I think everyone forgets wow, that sometimes. Wise, wise words. Yeah, totally. So I, I, I'm, I'm with it with that. But do we think that Drake is ever going to settle down with, with, Rihanna or no. Nicki Minaj no. or anyone. No. I think Drake no. and Rihanna. I no, I don't know. I, I don't. do. <laughs> no, I I think he's broken her heart one too many times and it's done. Okay, so we will be back next week with the latest news from HollywoodLife.com. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time before I go. Higher powers taking a hold on me. I need a one dance. Got a